0: Oh. Hello and welcome to the rainy day smut brigade. Our first official episode. Woo! My name is Ashley, and I'm Ally,
1: and I'm Hannah.
0: Yes, and we're so excited. This is the podcast where we dissect spicy books and take out all the juicy parts and talk about the plot a little bit, too. So before we get into anything, we want to remind you that this podcast is for mature audiences only, and we do recommend you double check that your headphones are in connected to your listening
1: device. Right, Hannah? You mean not like the time when I was trying to decide between a beefsteak tomato and a vine ripe tomato in the grocery store and was having chapter 55 of A Court of Mist and Fury blasting out to <laughs> the entire party section? Yeah. How did the people react to that, Hannah? The man in front of me basically just kind of gave me a what the fuck are you doing look. The woman who was also checking out the onions beside me was quite scandalized. <laughs> and I, once I realized what was happening, just left my cart in the middle of the party section and pieced out of Publix. They didn't like the roaring? I don't even know what part it was at. All I know (laughs) is it was a very detailed, like it was, it was, was yeah, it was in the paint scene. Let's just say it like, yeah, (laughs) we got takeout that night. Yeah.
0: We will try not not to talk about Sarah (laughs) J. Mass too much, but it will probably happen. It will come up. It will come up. Well, that's what bonded us together
2: in the first place. Yeah, I think so.
0: so. Yeah, exactly. So to avoid any situations like Hannah where you don't have ingredients to make your dinner that (laughs) night because you had to leave your groceries at the grocery store from pure embarrassment, please be aware of your surroundings because this shit is going to be explicit. So Mm -hmm. just put your headphones in. Just go ahead and count on every episode being that way. After all, we are a podcast about books that basically, for lack of a better word, are porn. (laughs) Pornography
1: books. And we are not going to be shying away from that at all. Definitely not. But since this is our first episode, it's going to be a bit longer because we want to discuss our individual journey into the world of smut. So we thought it would be a great chance for you to get to know us a little bit better. So without further ado, Allie, let's get to know you. Can you describe a little bit about what smut means to you and your journey into the world of smut?
2: Well, originally, I stumbled into the smut world on accident when I was younger. And I would go to the library and be like, ooh, this book cover looks pretty. And would come home and then be quite scandalized by what I was reading my first (laughs) smutty book. It's probably like at the age of 14. And I read a book named Lily. And it was, about a, I just now remember it. it was about a 15 year old girl who runs away with the rebel bad boy from town and then loses her virginity. <laughs> and just now realizing that was inappropriate. <laughs> that was your first. Step into this. He was like over 18. Oh, that is inappropriate. That is inappropriate. Oh no, no, it's very inappropriate. But I was like, oh my gosh, that'd be wonderful. Sweet. So then I was a big reader, like uh, closer to the end of high school with some of my best friends. And we would just have a book club basically every weekend instead of partying. We would just have a book club. And then we showed each other fanfics and got each other into fanfiction. I think we all know what happens on fanfiction. Mm-hmm. That's where I really... Scary things Really yeah, learned some things. And then only recently have I gotten really back into like smutty, smutty books. Really like three years ago, I read Akatar, yeah. and it got me out of a really bad reading slump. I feel I like just, a lot of people yeah. can relate to that. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like it's the so. normal... It's like a drug. Yeah. And so went from Akatar then was like, "Oh, how could I get more? I wanted more than what Akatar gave me and I found more." <laughs> so now I feel like I've varied it I've put in a lot of work and I've gotten a broad range of smut so I feel like I'm an expert now on different types of smut (laughs) smut expert you are the certified out of the three of us I say you are
1: definitely it yes you are the star of this we'll give you an award
0: (laughs) the star of our podcast will be Allie you will fall in love with her undoubtedly Mm -hmm. And all of her opinions that she has about every <laughs> no, single thing. I probably have to
2: apologize for some of my opinions. <laughs> it's okay. We still love you. We love you forever. Hannah, I'll go.
1: So mine's really similar to yours. I've always been a big reader all through high school. But I always, I grew up in, just to get this <laughs> off the table, I grew up in some pretty deep purity culture so preach all of my books that I read were very you know redeeming love (laughs) Um, oh
2: yes (laughs) I think I've read that one like seven
1: times yeah me too. and then a ton of Amish romances I don't know why that was a thing in Christian purity culture but Amish romances were the thing so I was always a big reader and a big romance fan and then I stumbled upon fan fiction and archive of our own Mm -hmm. in college and was like Oh, shit oh no this is nice <laughs> <laughs> so I I because I, I didn't read like the books I just read like fanfic I did that for years, it's like all through college um, and then probably a few years after college and then truly I have my mother to blame because she bought me a Kindle for Christmas mm, one year
0: that's dangerous and I didn't know yeah,
1: it's like a gateway drug I didn't <laughs> know what Kindle Unlimited was and one of my friends is like oh yeah you can get all these books and I <laughs> It was like I one popped up on for a suggestion one time, and I was like, mm, That shirtless Highlander looks beautiful. Let me no. read that. And then I just kept, and y'all, you could go down the rabbit hole on Kindle it is limited. That's how
2: that's how I did if it. If I die,
1: the one thing you have to do is Same. erase my Kindle Unlimited. History Absolutely,
2: because it is oh. I even hide it from my husband. Yeah, you know can't know.
1: We we <laughs> have different Amazon accounts, 100%. Oh no, I show Michael everything. <laughs> if Martin saw all of my Kindle unlimited, if he saw all of the books, he just he would question
2: a lot of things about me. <laughs> oh, what always okay. does the head tilt. Huh?
0: huh? <laughs>
1: That's what you're reading? Yeah.
0: Michael shakes his head. He's yeah. just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm happy for you, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Okay, very much like Hannah, I was in the purity culture thing. I think all three of us experienced a lot of purity culture because all three of us are former evangelical Southern Baptist Church Christians.
1: Former. (laughs) Former, <laughs> Highlight
0: that word. Former, I personally, and I'm not going to speak for the other two here, Hannah and Ally, but I still consider myself a Christian, but not an evangelical. My views on a ton of things have changed in the past couple years of deconstructed and then reconstructed that popular term. I've done that a lot, so I never felt the freedom to read books that were explicit I thought I was sinning oh yeah that heathen yeah yeah 100% I would literally type in clean regency romance novels <laughs> and search <laughs> and I still love them they're great I, was gonna say, I still
2: love a good regency I love
0: romance. it I love a good rake yeah I love a good I love a good rake it's called a proper romance a collection of books
2: it's literally
0: called a proper romance Of course it is. I would read all those books and just beg for more and then be disappointed in the end because it can't be over already, you know? Where's the good part? But I thought it was wrong to get to the good part. Within the past year, I was like... Fuck it! I want to read a spicy book. I have sex, so who the fuck cares? I'm just gonna read this spicy romance book. This region it was nine rules to break when seducing a rake, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of the author. There was some cunnilingus in there and stuff. Oh, I never That's can good. say that word. Cunnilingus? Isn't is that right? Did I say, no, I you. Know I, I think you said it right. I cunnilingus. Said it. Oh my god, I'm fancy. Then of course I got into <laughs> a court of thorns in person. And then I downloaded Kindle Unlimited and we're pretty much done from there. I had to like, when I say I was in purity culture, I was a capital V version when I got married. I was telling Hannah about this yesterday. Like all we had ever done was make out.
2: Oh, like that is special for no, you
0: and Michael though. No heavy petting, no anything. Just straight up
1: like kissing. And, <laughs> and so. how fast did Michael peel out of that um, reception? Oh my God, it, the tires squealed. <laughs>
2: He peeled out of our wedding.
0: He was ready, we, Deuces. We pulled out up to that uh, that Hampton Inn, and I'm telling
1: you. <laughs> I freaked the fuck out. Oh I my had, god, a Hampton Inn. I'm never gonna look at it, was, it the same
0: again. It was the I first penis I'd ever seen.
1: i have never mm. seen a penis
0: before. I mean, like I looked Did up, it live up to your expectations? It was scary. The one eyed snake. <laughs> the one eyed snake. I'd looked up pictures beforehand just in mm. like in Naughty. Case. but they're, you know, they're not erect, so.
2: <laughs> you didn't type in erect people. No, I
0: didn't, <laughs> because I wasn't smart
2: enough to... I didn't know anything. Well, you had to make sure you're being a good Christian and didn't want to stumble upon any porn.
0: Right. You know, I would like to shout out anonymously to my mother who did not teach me anything about sex. Thank you. (laughs) I will not say your name. I hope you listen to this, and I hope you feel guilty about my wedding night because it's probably all your fault, mother.
2: (laughs) Uh, So now that we've gotten to know us. It's time for the meat of this episode, the velvet steel, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into our first book, Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Ashley will be leading this first book discussion, so fire away or blast off, whatever. (laughs)
0: Blasting off. Okay, so first recognition where it's due, Ruby Dixon, I love you. I'm going to go ahead and say that if you ever listen to this, You have brought me so much formulated joy, (laughs) and I deeply appreciate it. Ruby describes herself as a Sagittarius, whatever that means, because I'm clueless about anything to do with Zodiac signs.
1: I just know I'm a Taurus. I think think I'm a
0: Virgo. Mm.
1: I know that mine and Martin's signs are not compatible. (laughs) We're not supposed to be together. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um yeah, so I have no idea
0: what any of those Zodiac signs mean. I don't even know if I'm compatible with Michael or not. I've seen y'all together. I know you're compatible. We're compatible. You're
1: adorable. We are
0: so cute. <laughs> even though he scared me with his dick. that I, when <laughs> The first time I saw it, I
1: jumped out you the bed. You got acquainted with it.
0: I don't know where to go from saying that. <laughs> um, she's a Raylo shipper.
1: For oh yes, one hundred percent. I'm oh. a Raylo Shipper too. Star Wars? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm yes. a Raylo that's, Shipper too. That's the book The Love Hypothesis. It was yeah. written. Yeah, exactly. As like a I don't know, what would you call it? It was written as like a fanfic to them or something? Like
0: a fanfic of the main character. I can't remember yeah. his name. The doctor Adam. Adam. He is supposed to be like also Kylo Ren. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there are very few men that um well I let my husband death. I'm not gonna I have no hall pass, but <laughs> Adam driver, the things I would do to that man. And I don't even, I think it's his attitude or the way he carries himself. I mean, I think he's beautiful, but he's not conventionally beautiful, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, he's definitely not. Yeah. He's,
1: he's not like a Reese and he's like a Benedict Cumberbatch, type which of I man. would also do yeah so there's that, that or tom hendleston six. yeah you were just naming everyone on my list one <laughs> after the other listen i also would probably do tom just because taylor did mm. and did you she think then, they
2: really did it though she did she took it they went to rome they didn't they're not real i they hate to break to it to everybody but that was a
1: straight pr relationship <laughs> I'm I'm going to respect your knowledge base and just say that I love Taylor <laughs> Swift so much that I'm just going to believe everything she puts out there, no matter what it is.
0: Allie is very, very knowledgeable about the celebrity community and the blind items. Allegedly.
2: What's your favorite podcast? Shout out to Be on the Blind's podcast. You get me through life. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: made me listen to it. I've started listening to I it. I tell
2: literally every person that I meet that they need to listen to it.
0: I love that so much. I started listening to it. At, back to Ruby. Sorry, <laughs> you guys. We're going to do this. You're just going to have to deal with it. This is not a straight up sexy, smutty podcast. We plan on being funny. So. And we all have ADD. So. We all do. All <laughs> three of us do. All of us former evangelical <laughs> women, married women with children, ADHD or ADD, whichever one. Yeah, all three of us.
1: And yep. only one of us is medicated. We'll let you decide who is <laughs> the medicated one. <laughs> Ruby also says she likes the Sims and she doesn't seem mm. to like housework, so I don't even Can relate. That. Can, can relate. relate.
0: You can find out more about her at RubyDixon.com. Facebook No Spaces, Ruby Dixon Books, and Instagram, author dot she has written so many books. I haven't read all of them, but apparently they flow in and out of each other. She has this flow chart on her website. I couldn't keep up with it. I've only read the Ice Planet Barbarian series. How, I how many have you read in the series? I don't know. I haven't finished it.
2: But like a good many?
0: A good many. Okay. Yes, a good many. I doubt it will ever be over because I feel like she's just got to keep writing. I mean, this could keep it's going. It's like
2: honestly impressive. It is impressive. Like to come up with so many different stories she writes. in the she's same r- world. She's written so many
0: books. For my co-host here, I believe this was your first introduction to Ruby.
2: It was, it yes. Yeah. Yes, it was my first Ruby Dixon book.
0: Yeah, she has seven series out, I believe, when I counted. Seven
2: series? I think so.
0: When I counted, like I counted the on the flow chart, I could be incorrect. Damn. Yeah. And she has standalones too. So she is- But so they're not all in the- They're not all Ice Planet Barbarians. Right. No. Right. They're not all in that world. There's all no, they're not stuff. all in the cootie world. She's super active. And y'all, I found something amazing on her website. You will not be able to see this, but I recommend you go look on her website- and you go to the four readers portion of her webpage and then look at art she's commissioned and go to Ice Planet Barbarians. I'm about to show this. I'm about to
1: show this. <laughs> so we, I know, I haven't seen this.
0: We haven't seen this. Okay. Are y'all I'm, ready? Oh, God. All right. I've got to make sure. Okay. So there's two pictures and it is not safe And for it's work. fan,
1: it's commissioned artwork. It's commissioned artwork. For Ice Planet Barbarians. For Ice Planet okay. Barbarians.
0: This is the first one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, would you describe what is happening oh in this photo? Oh Jesus! uh Wait, is that his tail coming up between That's her legs? I've been thinking about so the tail for so days like, now. I haven't even met these. Characters you haven't yet? met these characters yet. Jesus Christ! Well, listen, it's very veiny and <laughs> sculpted. Appar- it's sculpted. sculpted. It's also apparently very tasty.
0: And look, Cause she is, looking she is at like going down to town, and like her ass is up in the air. And his uh, is that her tail or his? She's tail? on
2: her knees, that's in between his, tail. his legs. It's
0: his
1: tail. Oh, oh, look at the horns. And he's got a braid. Y'all can go. But look the at muscles that. are
2: just phenomenal. The muscles are phenomenal. Let me tell you, when that I was shocking. That makes me want to read that specific book because I want to know if he does something with his Is that, an, is his that tail. like in the order?
1: That is an enemies to lover book too. Oh, the I best love kind. Enemies to lover. It's my favorite trope. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I believe that is the one. Yeah, Josie and Hayden. That's in the Lover's book. And mm-hmm. I read, th- okay, now, okay. I have to preface this next picture by saying there is a joke that Liz, and it, you remember Liz, she's mm-hmm. in the first book. She's the loudmouth one like me. She plays a joke on one of the men. He wants to court this woman, and he says, "What is a what do what should I do to, like, court her, mate her? I'm going to just go ahead and spoil it for you. She says you need to carve her, he, uh, a realistic <sighs> thing of your your dick like a dildo like a dildo
1: <laughs> but modeled
0: after his but modeled
1: exactly after. you know his. there are companies that do that there are companies that do you that? can do that you can order those yeah oh my god you can so you can order a replica of your man's dick
0: this is very graphic you can see it. it is from barbarian lovers i believe i can't mm. remember the character's names but he's using it on her <laughs> Like he's, you see where his hand the hands are. He's gra He's yeah. she's on her hands well, and knees.
1: Yeah, he's got one hand under her, grabbing her boob, and then the other one is going to town. He's Using the toy. He's using his dick that he made. Is
0: it in her are ass he or impressed? is it her? So heart. this
1: is yeah. That was my question. It's it's I
2: can't tell. It doesn't look like.
0: Booty. It looks like it's vagina. And you can even see her labia. Like you can see her clit in this. <laughs> like it is
1: her third so, nipple. You can
0: see her th- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I
1: will never forget
0: that. She looks like she's having a great time. And that's what we're here
2: for. A great <laughs> We hope all are inspired to have a great time. Yeah,
0: so just go find that. It's not safe for work. Please go look at it. You guys haven't read any of those characters, but I love that second picture because it is a joke that one of the women plays on an alien and says that's how you court human women.
1: <laughs> I so, love it. I mean, we are... C- <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, we're going to
0: get into the discussion of the book, but let's take a break and we'll be right back. We're back and it's time to discuss Ice Planet Barbarians. Let's dive in. So this book is divided into six parts. It doesn't actually have chapters. It's told from the perspectives of, of our main female character,
1: Georgie, from Florida. She's a southern accent. But I will say I felt I was like, oh, she needs to be from Georgia, not Florida. Oh.
0: Uh, I can't tell the difference. I'm Southern and I didn't even know I had a Southern accent until my cousins from Arizona told me. <laughs> <laughs> and our main characters are big blue alien barbarian
2: vectel, a species known as the Saqui. That's how we say it. Sakui. Yes. Sakui. Okay. I didn't listen to the audio, so Yeah. In my oh, head I, d- I did not say sakui.
1: I butchered all of the words until I listened to the audio.
0: Yeah. It's is well, think the first I read it the first time, like I didn't listen to it. And I think I was like
2: saying cooey. I think I said cooey too. Because that's like what it sounds like yeah. cootie. We should say Mm -hmm. later,
0: the women. But, yeah, it's sakui the species that Bechbill is. So, what happens is Georgie, our sweet darling Florida girl, does not believe in aliens until one day she finds herself awaking in an alien spaceship. Little green guys and basketball heads. Mm. Um, Some terrible stuff happens on the ship that... You know, I don't really... It's not a good experience. Not a good experience. These women are in a cage together. A literal cage, and they have a poop
2: bucket. Yeah. Which, that part was a little bit darker than I thought that it was going to be. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, which is, is the opposite of the rest, the of, rest, the the whole rest of the series. That's what I was like. It kind of... I was like, okay, so it's going to be dark. But then it got lighter. But it went yeah. on, which I, I feel like is opposite of most books. Yeah. But I guess it
0: makes sense because this is... It was traumatic how they got there. They were hmm. abducted in the middle of the night. All of them are twenty-two years old. All of them really don't have any close by family or You're friends. Right, they're they're, they're alone. single, alone, and they all they're not get pregnant. Of, they're not pregnant, and they're all healthy. Yeah. Yes. So, and then there's not for long. there's six in these tubes that are in the suspended state of rest and sleep. So they're not aware. But the rest of them, the extra cargo, are in the cages. And they aren't allowed to make any noise, and they can only poop in this bucket, and they're given, like, seaweed type of bars (laughs) Bars to eat. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. So, they end up having trouble. I guess the little green aliens have trouble with the ship, and they end up dropping the cargo hold on this mysterious planet that the women name (laughs) Hoth After Star Wars, (laughs) it has two sons, but they call it Hoth. I think Liz comes up with that.
1: I do love all those little nods in there.
2: I do too. I it's so nothing real. to me. So I was yeah. Like,
0: okay. <laughs> if we got abducted and we were in space, we would be bringing up, maybe not you, Allie, but <laughs> me and Hannah would probably be bringing up Star Wars references. Trying to,
1: yeah. Trying to figure it
0: out. Yeah. Because that's all we know as far as it comes to deep space so they're dropped off and Georgie our beloved Georgie from Florida of the Florida woman instead of the Florida man (laughs) (laughs) she is chosen to go scout she killed one of the basketball head aliens and she put on his clothes for warmth she goes out she's brave she ends up getting caught in a trap it happens to be a sock trap one of the hunters set out, and then we immediately transfer into Vectol's perspective. So, Vectol is the chief of his tribe. He is this hunky blue alien that we'll learn more about in a second. But his quee immediately resonates as soon as he sees Georgie in his snare love at first sight <laughs> love at first sight and we'll learn more about the queen later so this is page 39 and he is already like he meets her and he says immediately his first thought is I I want to bury my face between her legs so I can taste all of her <laughs> that's
2: what we want every man everything
0: <laughs> like I just I just want to bury my face in between your legs so I can lick your pussy till you <laughs> orgasm like 10 times.
1: I and think I'm he like, gave her four. that for, or There was one night he gave her four in a row. Really? Yeah, there was one where she got like bam, bam, bam. It's Same like, damn, girl. girl. Same. Anyway, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. My first thought when I heard that, though, was, isn't she covered in shit? That was my thought, too, the whole time. <laughs> I was like, she's covered in shit. Because when it crashed, the she poop bucket the fight. spilled all over her. Yeah. yeah. She threw the poop bucket. She threw it. And they talk
0: about how they're disgusting. And she's literally covered in shit. I uh, pictured that exact same thing. But he is so, like, into her that he doesn't care that she's covered in shit. He just smells the sweet aroma coming from that pussy. <laughs> And boy, does he want to lick that pussy. He wakes her. She wakes up to him, and she's. And I'm going to read a little bit from the book. He is really, really good at licking. And then she realizes he has texture on his tongue. This man is a walking sex toy, he is 100% Mm.
1: from his head to his tail
0: a walking sex toy. She says, and even though my every instinct is telling me to find my clothes and get the hell out of Dodge, I don't move. I'm barely even breathing. She's like, I realize he doesn't want to eat me. He wants to eat me. (laughs) So she's like, I'm going to protest and just submit it. And she's like, just a minute. (laughs) Uh, So that's their first introduction is that and it's funny because then he kind of looks her clit and he doesn't know what that is and he is shocked well, by her men reaction don't. most <laughs> men
1: licks, at least at least we're batting
0: a thousand. Oh my god yeah you're right he is so intrigued the way he reacts when she kind of jumps when he looks her clit he's like confused and then he goes to town on it again, and it's like he's never seen a clit before. <laughs> again, <laughs> most men apparently the do <laughs> not have clitoris.
2: That's my question: Do they? Do the females of their species not have a clit or some external? Well,
1: what did they call it? What did he refer to? And uh, he as? called it the third nipple. The third the nipple. Third nipple. Yeah. yeah, that's what he referred to it as. I read
2: that part to Walt. He really enjoyed That's it. That's really funny.
0: <laughs>
1: like, it's the third nipple.
0: And I mean, I mean, it kind of. It's not a,
1: a bad description. It's not a bad well, description. Well, it's not. And I don't know if you're going to bring this up later, but the only time in the book where I legitimately, like, oh, oh, God, no, was when they said something about he was referencing getting her pregnant and talking to the other men and said something about, I wonder if the baby would drink from this third nipple as well. And they I was, said, I don't remember <laughs> that. And I was like, oh no. Uh, no 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 backyard. no We're, that was a little too much <laughs> maybe it was one of the other men that said that or one well, the other aliens. yeah one of the other one of them said it and i was like mm. nope nope no no that was too much for me too much oh for me. god
0: yeah, me i don't even remember that and i've read this and listened to it yeah i don't remember that you blocked it out <laughs> 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 trauma block out my question to y'all is, if you were a single woman and you found yourself in this situation, waking up this way with vectorkle between your legs, what would you do?
1: I think that I think the kicker is that we're on another planet, so you have to take yeah. that into consideration on this planet, foot to the face immediately, like yeah, absolutely not okay on an alien planet in a fantasy world, I might could. I still think I'm how, doing foot to the face. Yeah,
2: you think so? I think it's just, for me, it was like, this is feels really unrealistic. I mean, I get that it's a book about being in space with aliens. Right. But still, I was like, I still think. <laughs> oh I I still expect some kind of This isn't a fiction book, okay? I mean, this isn't a nonfiction yeah, I, book.
0: I mean, to me, the most unrealistic thing is that she's covered in shit and letting him do it. I I think I would be
2: like, I'm covered in shit. I'm just waking up from being literally like basically knocked unconscious and something's between my legs that I've never seen before. But it's textured. The tongue is
0: textured. So I mean, what are you going to
2: do? Sure, it felt good, but I just don't think that would be my first reaction. She had to be so super horny.
1: She must have been. Like, Damn.
2: I mean, she was single. Hungry
0: and thirsty and horny. Hungry, thirsty and horny.
2: Yeah. Because when she saw the alien, did she immediately think, oh my gosh, that thing is so sexy? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. So then you're like. Because I would have literally been thinking he's eating me. Like legitimately trying to
1: eat me, not, you know. But but she does say that. Oh, he's not. He's just supposed to lick my pussy. So she does think initially like, what is he doing? Yeah, that was a very unrealistic scene for me, but. In the context of the book, it works. Yeah, I think it's fine for the book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean But he, me personally. His
2: que resonated. He had to taste her nectar. I do think from his perspective, I think it's really funny that's like what he wanted to do first. Yes. I love it from that perspective. But her, like I just would like me personally, I'd have be been like, get, get the, the fuck, fuck away <laughs> from me. <laughs>
0: get away from me, please, sir. Put it to the
1: face, bloody nose. When he discovers that
0: clit, it's like he found Solomon's treasure.
1: (laughs) I mean, this man, (laughs) this is uh, every woman's dream right here. He is just so. He would go down on her every single day, every single hour of every single day if he could.
0: Oh my God. He freaking loves the taste of it, even though it's covered in shit. I don't (laughs) understand. Go back to Vectel's perspective, and I find it really funny, I don't know if y'all did, how Ruby writes what he's hearing in English. Yes, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really funny, it's all mushed together.
1: I couldn't, fit. so at first, the first few times, when it was from his perspective, and it was her garbled English, I just thought it was garbled nonsense, and then there was one sentence that I went through in my head, and I was like, oh shit, that's a sentence, and then I had to go back and look at all the other sentences. And make out what she was saying. Yeah. Because it actually, it's just together. Yeah. a few of the letters are missing. Yeah. Because he's and hearing. some of
2: them have, she's replaced the, like in the beginning, she says, my name is Georgie. And he hears, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. She,
1: she said, like, oh, I, they don't have a G in this language or something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like they talk more, I guess, from the throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he, he's, he says, sure, she. <laughs> Which is really cute. I thought it was really cute. So he's he's not able to understand her. He offers her food, and then she immediately spits it out because it's too spicy. So he takes her off and hunts her fresh game.
2: That would be me. <laughs> I would hate. That would be the worst part for me. Is it's the food? Is the food. You're picky. I'm picky, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably try it. My sister would be able to eat it, no problem. She could drink a bottle of hot sauce. Oh, God. It's not the spicy that would get me. It would be the... Whatever it's made out of. Oh, like it would just be me made, not knowing a, what I'm eating.
1: It's
0: yeah. jerky, right? As long as it's not bugs, I'm fine. Or, you know, human <laughs> or alien. You know what? You're, You're not, not I right. would <laughs> <laughs> <You're not laughs> right. be like, what the, f-? just like her, what the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> that is, that's what she says. That's yeah. what he hears. He hears, okay, can
0: you do it? <laughs> He offers her, he takes her hunting and puts her on this rock and lets her see all the dangerous things that are around them that she didn't notice before. And he hunts for her a quilled beast, which I kept thinking of, like...
1: A porcupine. A porcupine. <laughs> I, that's exactly, I pictured, like, a large porcupine in my mind.
0: Yeah, with, I guess, a soft underbelly. So he offers it to her raw, and she's like, Oh, my God, no, cook your shit, which is what he hears. Yeah. Cook your shit, but he doesn't know what that means. And... <laughs> <laughs> and he has to force her to eat it cuz she's hungry. And after that he takes her to get clean. And she is very excited about the prospect of getting clean. And he takes Which her- would
1: have been number 1 on my list. Look. Yes. Out of everything. <laughs> yeah, but
0: remember she went
1: to the, the spring, or whatever that, it is. the warm spring, yeah. it
0: smelled like rotten eggs because it was a warm spring. And there were those monsters. There's like fish with yeah. the thing coming out of the water. But he shows her how to throw the berries in there and the juice and they don't like that. And this is the first time she sees his cock because she's like, I'm not going in there by myself. And she sees his cock. So let's discuss Quee cock <laughs> for a minute. It is, it is literally
1: like a toy. Mm-hmm the way this thing is made mm-hmm. i feel like ruby dixon just went through and was like what can we add to a man to make him everything a woman could need yeah. in the realm of sex absolutely and we're just going to put it all in one i know that the tale didn't really come into play in this but it's yeah. going to come into play I-, I fully believe i don't the recall. horns there's so many things that could happen yeah, yeah there's
0: so many things
1: but yeah, yeah that mm.
0: Yeah, so anyway, so get a better look at it later, but I'll go ahead and describe it. I'm sure you, hopefully you've all read the book if you're listening to this. <laughs> he has ridges all over his body, like armor. He's not soft like humans are, the Saqui or not. His cock has ridges going up the shaft, so you would feel all of that. And then he has a spur, which is not sharp. It's like this, like nub almost. Like, That's my favorite part. Yeah, right above. <laughs> I have questions top. about that part. You have questions. Yeah, we'll probably get to that in a minute. But anyway, it's humongous because he's seven feet tall. So of course, it's a I big. Yeah, it's a big dick, and she's like, "Ooh, okay." She shows him kissing because apparently he's like washing her. Apparently, Sakui have never attempted to kiss. In their history, I found that odd.
2: Too. I found that unrealistic. I will yeah. say, I was yeah. like, "What?" Because they it seems like they're very open sexually. They are very. So, open. so why would, would you, you use have use never ma- like experimented? Right, with the you mouth use on the your mouth. mouth
1: even on someone. Like, I mean, obviously he's using her, his his mouth on yeah. her body. Why wouldn't you use it anywhere else? Yeah, I
0: don't know because they like handle was all that spicy shit. Like, <laughs> why can't you just <laughs> touch someone else's mouth? I don't understand. When I say spicy shit, I meant the food, not the pussy. I just wanted to cl- just clarify, <laughs> clear that up. But she says him kissing and she plays around with him. I think she might even—I can't remember. Does she touch his cock a little bit? She—I don't remember
1: if she exactly, but she teases him. She, she definitely teases, teases him
0: for real because she's naked, and she does again. This. She has to be horny. She has to be yeah.
1: in the hopes that
0: he'll take her back up the mountain because her whole goal this time has been to get back up the mountain and get back to the other women her friends that are stuck in the cargo hold that has been dropped off by the little green aliens so after a quick run-in with the metlax and metlex how would you describe metlex allie
2: they reminded me of the scene in Tarzan where Jane gets attacked by all the, like, hundreds of monkeys. You
1: know what? I was trying to think of something that reminded me of, and that dies right there. Yeah. That's it. Just, like, the way they go
2: crazy and they get that, like, pack mentality and mm, yeah. attack. Yeah, but that's they're what, way that bigger than her. That's what I was picturing. But they're b- Wait, are they bigger? They're big. So I pictured them as smaller. Yeah, Maybe I pictured wrong. them as, like, small to medium size.
0: I feel like they're actually dangerous. Like, I yeah. Feel, yeah, yeah, I feel but like, like they're the dangerous, but I pic- dangerous,
2: but I pictured them as three to four feet tall. Yeah.
1: same. Oh, wow. Maybe I need to go back in. And- How big were you picturing them?
0: Like human size.
2: No, no, I, didn't no them I didn't
1: picture them at all.
0: Yeah, I'm probably wrong then. I'm probably wrong, but you can imagine them however you want to. Yeah, that's that the is the, good the beauty thing about fantasy.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it right. No, <laughs> there's <laughs> no able, right. right. You imagine them as human size. That's what made them scary to me,
0: is that they were big. So Georgie is stuck in this cave of Metlax and Vectol because in every single romance book, we have to have a few rescues. Mm-hmm. So Vectol rescues her from these Metlex. He scares them off because they're pretty cowardly. And they end up in another cave for the night. And he is so sweet to her. And I kind of like that about these men, is that they're super sweet.
2: Yeah, I will say like he is not dark in any way. He is yeah, yeah, absolutely not like a perpetual like so obsessed with her. Yeah. Just wants to be close to her, love her and Yeah, it's very heteronormative. Yeah.
0: In that way, but I think it's per I mean it's purposeful. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's definitely like this is my resonance and I must reproduce and this is my lady and I must protect her at all costs.
1: <laughs> but it it was in a very positive, I think. Yeah, it was a very genuine desire from him.
0: I I, he would never put anything in a woman's drink. No, absolutely. I would trust him with my drink one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent because they only have was it two or four two women in their tribe that are single.
1: Yeah, there's There's twelve or sixteen men, and four women.
0: Yeah, and some of them are already. That number is not one hundred percent right, but it's something like that. Yeah already have resonated when the quee starts purring, it starts purring. <laughs> it's resonant so georgie starts touching him in different places and asking him the name of the things that she's touching in his language <laughs> and he tries to get her to stop because he's about to jizz himself because she's touching him all over and he knows that this is his mate he wants to fuck her <laughs> he really wants to fuck her but he's a freaking gentleman. And he's not going to do it. And she won't stop. So eventually he takes her hand and places it on his erection. So that she will freaking get the clue. Because they can't talk to each other. And Georgie's like, an alien can't get me
1: pregnant, right? So what the fuck? Mistake number seven? Yeah. (laughs) Georgie makes
2: a lot of mistakes.
1: She makes a lot of mistakes along the way.
2: Yeah,
0: a huge amount of mistakes. So she starts kissing him. And he is getting really into the kissing, suddenly becomes a kissing expert. I don't even know if I'm a kissing expert and it's been how many years? I don't know.
1: There's no way. That was a very unrealistic thing yeah. for me. When we went from one chapter of this is the first time he's ever experienced a kiss. I think, or I say chapter, but one little perspective. And then two or three perspectives later, she goes like, is like a paragraph long detail about how great he is at it. And I was like, no,
2: not possible. <laughs> I do feel like he's probably one of those guys that is unfairly good at everything that he does. Just That's p- why he's chief. Yeah.
0: That's why he's chief. I mean, it's got texture to it, you know? I mean. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Everything about this man is, like I said, a that was walking my, sex
2: toy. Why does he? Okay, well, I guess he's using his mouth other places. I was going to say, why does he have the texture on his tongue if he's not even kissing? But I guess he's at other places,
0: (laughs) which is more valuable. Which is more valuable.
2: But, you know, I'm just. (laughs) The other places being. I just can't get over that they've never kissed before.
0: Allie did not say the word, but I will say (laughs) cunt so that you all are clear. Pussy, pussy. pussy. (laughs) Oh, God. I grossed myself out saying pussy. Okay. Well I'm just it, trying to breathe up here. <laughs> his entire chest is practically vibrating and she's like, It feels so good against my skin. And he's like, Georgie. <laughs> he murmurs in Georgie. her ear. Georgie. Georgie. And her nipples get really hard and she's moaning with pleasure and his hands immediately go to her ass. And then his he's brushing his lips over her breast and she like cries out when she when he takes like one of her nipples into his mouth. And she says, oh, sweet Jesus, the tongue ridges are a delicious torture. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. Anyway, they go to pound town and apparently the sock women don't have soft breasts like human women. So he's fascinated. He's like, this is like soft leather. So he's grabbing her ass and kissing her breasts and she is clinging to his horns, which personally I loved that. I love the horn thing. I love something I, to hold I on, do on like to. The I horn. do like the horn. It's like it would come in so handy. Mm-hmm. It really would. I thought it was hot. Because then you could pull him in, like in between your legs. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when he's Just going down. Just some leverage I mean. gives you some yeah, leverage. Yeah. You could be like, move him. Like, no, to the left, yeah. to the right. <laughs> go down a little bit. Come up. Take it back
2: now, yeah. And
0: then like, <laughs> move it. Go faster, 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 faster. <laughs> what i
2: <laughs> Ashley said, who needs a man?
0: Who needs a man?
2: <laughs> just get a toy.
0: <laughs> just get this toy with horns on it. <laughs> toy with horns. Or take it to the rodeo. <laughs> it's all Michael. He has to wear
1: horns. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got, I can't, I just pictured it. Stop. 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 Stop.
0: Stop. So, uh, ridges and licking
1: your nipples. Thoughts? I, okay. Okay. <laughs> From someone who is a breastfeeding mother,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I barely have any feeling anymore. Same. So same. that sounds phenomenal because it might actually yeah. do
0: something. Yep. Interesting. Interesting.
1: I, I used to be super sensitive. And then I nursed two kids back to back. I think each of them right over two years. So
2: a total of four years. And. Yeah. I nursed for about the same amount of time. And I barely have any feeling in the yeah. boobs. And it sucks. Yeah. I like walk can literally lick them, and I'm like, I didn't even feel them. So I guess I still just have feeling. <laughs> I nurse a
0: ton. I mean, but fuck I, you, fuck me. Yes, please. No, I d- I do remember. You know? I would
1: like. <laughs> listen, you're just not my type. Um, I do love yeah. you, but you're just not my I, type. Yes, I yeah. But I, no, understand. so that I'm scene, I do remember thinking, oh, that would be so
2: nice because I just don't feel that anymore. Yeah, I concur.
0: Mm. A good nibble, a good nibble on a
1: nipple. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, like now you. I make Walt grab.
1: Yes, you got to be so more I'm forceful. Up. Yeah, yeah. I love a good bite. Mm. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? You're well. just, we're just we're over here. Just I always like <laughs> we're thinking jealous
2: jealous and, too much. And and I'm thinking. So,
0: oh my god. Well, <laughs> then he's like eating her out and tongue going all over her labia and her clinton. Shout out to Ruby for using actual. I loved words. that. Loved yeah. that. That was really special and Georgie ends up having what is the best orgasm of her life. She's about to s- discover something completely new. By the way, she's going to discover what that little knob or that spur above that goes <laughs> cock can actually do. So, he has this like little nub oh my God. and it's rounded. It's not sharp. Let me say this again. It's rounded. It's not sharp. That thing when the Sakui enters his female mate, or whoever he is making love to at the time, it immediately... Like, it hits the clit. It's like an it's
1: immediate clit hitter. Like I said, Ruby Dixon was just like, what can I do to make this the perfect man to have sex with for yeah. a woman? Yeah, so she's having
2: multiple orgasms mm. from this spur hitting her clit. But, well, like, what if it didn't hit in the right spot? Those are my questions. And... Like, does it sometimes hurt? Oh, it might. Because I'm thinking, like, it's rounded, it's not sharp, but it's still, like, firm. Yeah, you're right. And as someone who has sometimes experimented with different things, if something is hitting that, sometimes it hurts. That's true. So I'm like, maybe
0: it's not super hard. Yeah. I just have questions. Maybe it
2: gets erect like a penis. And personally, to think sometimes. That. If I've already experienced an orgasm, I, my clit area is very sensitive. Yeah, you can't. So something can't hitting have it like that, especially hard. I could. I could not handle it. I'm not sure I would like that.
0: Well, Georgie feels the opposite of you do because she's having. This an is why they are <laughs> mates or whatever. I was gonna say this is their perfect. For it's each other. in the
2: perfect spot because they're mates. Right. He was made just for her.
0: All night long, they go on all night long, and after. Fucking all night long, which
2: who blames them? Vectel goes out and get more because I think about some sanitary issues.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, because she's got to pee. You don't want to get a UTI
2: in space. That's just you can't get amoxicillin. Yeah, she doesn't pee. There's got to be dirt. They're in a cave. You're right, but they're
0: barbarians now. I mean, this is what you have to deal with. She's no longer up until recently.
2: She
1: was covered in poop. (laughs) Okay, so at least we we went from poop to dirt. I feel yeah, like we're say, we're moving forward. She got clean. We yeah. are taking a step forward. She
0: got clean in an egg-smelling stream, <laughs> a stream that smelled of eggs because of the <laughs> sulfur. But yeah, I wonder if that would stick to you. Anyway, he he doesn't care. He doesn't care, but he needs to be careful. But maybe that's where the quee comes in handy, and you know, maybe he, he licks her clean too.
2: Oh, he does. He does the cleanup. Oh, he looks her clean. Oh, that is nice of him. That is good manners <laughs> to clean up his mess.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Veckel goes out to get more food, and he distur- discovers one of the women. Her name is Dominique. She's French. She didn't speak English, so the, the other woman couldn't understand her. She had actually been essayed. Mm -hmm. on the ship along with a couple other women for making noises. They were essayed by the the basketball Basketball heads, heads, which is super. That was the dark part we were talking about. Mm -hmm. But they discover Dominique's body in the snow and he gets Georgie and he's so nervous. Then he takes her out and he shows her and they make their way back up to the mountain because he's like Okay, I get it. Now, we Like, we got to get up the mountain. She's like, yeah, we absolutely got to get up the mountain, even though they can't speak the same language. And they get to the cargo hold where the other women are hopefully alive. She's just hoping they're alive. She's fucking this sex toy while her <laughs> friends have been <laughs> in this cargo hold. So they get to the hold, and they have some snowballs thrown in their face, and they're able to get to the other women. Kira can actually understand what Vectel is saying because she
1: has that thing. thing. Well, t- I literally did when they talked about it, like a thing, like a cow, a tag being attached. She like cows here. Yeah. That is exactly how I pictured it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: So she can understand him, and then somehow between that, like he must say, "Georgie is my mate," and she relays that Georgie, and Georgie's like, "What the fuck? What you say to me? What are you telling me right now?" Vectel is happy because there's more women because that means more potential mates for his tribe, which is dying off due to the lack of females. And the females then learn about the Quee, because he kind of tells them a little bit about it. So Vectel and Georgie stay the night, but then they leave to go get the other men because they're going to come rescue the women.
2: Am I doing something? No, I was trying to burp. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I love that. So they're going to rescue the other women, but they have to get back to Vectel's tribe to do that. And it takes, like, them two days to get there. So they stay the night at the what's called the Elder Cave. And after some more intense spur sex... He, once again, eats her out like nobody's business. He's taking nipples into his mouth and watching them harden. He says, it's like soft leather, like I said before. He's thinking about what their kits will be like, which is kids. Their kits will be like, she reaches down and grabs his cock through his leathers, and he whispers sweet alien nothings to her. (laughs) They do the deed, and they're about to go again. When Georgie sees a blinking light in the cave, and suddenly Georgie realizes they're in a spaceship. <laughs> she uncovers the computer and learns that the sa are actually not native to the planet. And they have the symboyant in them to keep them alive, which is called the Quee, And it keeps them safe from what is called the Kui sickness, which mm-hmm. Vectel has n- been nervous about this whole time for Georgie because she doesn't have a Quee, And he knows that. That's why his eyes glow blue and hers are not... So the planet isn't habitable without the Quee, but the computer does this laser scan <laughs> into Georgie's eye and it knocks her out. But she wakes up, able to understand the language of the Kui.
2: Convenient. Very, a very mm-hmm. convenient thing. And, like, if the f- ship could work like that, why weren't they able to fix it to fly away?
1: That comes up in later books. Okay. The
2: whole ship things.
1: So I thought the th- same thing, but I will say I do think Ruby Dixon did a really good job with explaining it in a very easy way. It didn't feel mm-hmm. uh, obviously it's fake, but I could see it in my head. I could mm-hmm. see, I could see it. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're
0: talking about sci-fi here, <laughs> and we're talking. Oh, we'll get more into actually how far away they are from Earth in a second. I I looked, looked, it looked it up. up. Okay. God. <laughs> okay. And so this is some intense technology, and this, this spaceship has been sitting there for 200-something years and has been hibernating. She wakes up. Vectel's freaked out. He's like, my mate, my mate has passed out. Oh, no, what did the evil thing do to her? And he's freaked out by it. And then she wakes up, and they're happy they can under, she can understand him, and she can also speak it. She can't just understand it. She can speak it, which mm. is Quite convenient. They go to the Does wonders for a relationship. It does when you can speak the same language. Baby, (laughs) does it knock (laughs) things up a few notches? Let me tell
1: you. I have no personal experience with that, but I will just go ahead and assume. I will say I do find I did find it very intriguing about being with someone who you can't speak with. Like I okay. My husband and I we have been together since we were fourteen, so we obviously haven't had other partners. But the idea of maybe being with someone who you can't converse with in a way. It's like a when you go on vacation and you meet Yeah, the, it's like the, it, a foreign guy and it seems very intriguing. Eat pray love baby. <laughs> I didn't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it. You don't like Julia Roberts? What do you gotta I say do about like Julia, Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts.
0: She's fine. What are the blind items on <laughs> Julia Roberts? I mean I could go into
1: it, but I won't. <laughs> I know? was I will say I was I knew they were gonna eventually get to be able to have a conversation because how are we gonna have yeah, future yeah, books? We if, it too. If we needed yeah. it needed to, but I was like, Oh
2: man.
0: Mm Hmm. So they get to the cave with the tribe, and Georgie is pleasantly surprised. I think by all the the people around her, probably a little overwhelmed. And Vektal has to tell the other men about the third nipple, which I thought was hilarious.
1: That was a very funny scene, I will say,
0: because they don't understand. Like she's (laughs) so different. Like they look completely. They look totally different. One of the
1: little kids even mentions that she's ugly or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why is she so ugly? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which on Earth conventionally. I'm assuming she's probably attractive, mm-hmm. but now that they can understand each other, they're in their little what, cave cutout hut place together for the night, and Georgie discovers that she is pregnant. Not only can she get pregnant with an alien, but she is immediately pregnant a few days in, and I want to take a break right there. And we can come back because <laughs> I have Because both of us, you see us both of us like tensed up. Y'all both tensed up. I got to <laughs> pee though. All right, we're back. <laughs> and Georgie is with us
1: child (laughs) with kit sure she kit Kit.
2: with kit her mate has impregnated her (laughs) and what do you think about that Allie um I have some thoughts (laughs) my first thought is she's been on this planet for five like like five days less than a week so how does she know that she's fucking pregnant
0: because she missed her period yeah but and it has nothing to do with how far they traveled in space. It has to be because she's pregnant. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'm just no like. No stress related issues.
1: I'm like, where's the pregnancy test? Where did we get the, did you yeah. take an HCG level? Like, I mean, what as we someone do?
2: who got accidentally pregnant three different times,
1: <laughs> I am familiar with this feeling. <laughs> I got accidentally pregnant once.
2: Maybe not quite so Same. extreme because I don't remember Walt being an alien, but, <laughs> but he might have been. <laughs> Sometimes he's kind of weird. He is. <laughs> Maybe he is. Oh, my God. You explain a lot. Uh, so my main question is like, how does she know she's pregnant? I will say I felt like that was one of the biggest
1: open-ended questions. And I was like, how do you know? Yeah. There's no there's conclusion. There's just no way there's that you no would know that you were reason. pregnant that quickly. And there's one when she even tells the girls like back at the ship, she says something. I don't remember where it is in the boat at, or what part it's in, but she's yeah, I'm pregnant. I have to say I'm pregnant, and they're like, "How do you know?" Yeah, they're even like, "What?" And she's like, "I missed my period," and it's yeah. like,
2: "How do you know?" No, you don't. Yeah, she would have to be like so early mm-hmm. along. Well, see, this is a thing. In later books,
0: the resonating stops
2: uh-huh. when they're pregnant.
0: Yeah, until it's time to make another baby, and then they start resonating again.
1: Hmm. Do they touch on that? I don't or remember them touching that. They don't. uh uh-uh. That happens later. I will say, though, and I might be a little jaded, maybe. I hate the pregnancy trope. I hate it's it. It's not my favorite. It, I don't it, like between it Between pregnancy trope and the miscommunication trope, I fucking hate them. And so... I knew we were going towards a pregnancy only because I did look up some fanfic or some fan art on Instagram and there were a couple pictures or drawings of her pregnant, but I had assumed it was going to be in later books. I truthfully did not assume until she said, Oh, we're not of the same species. We can't get pregnant. I was like, Fuck. They're going to get get pregnant.
0: So, sure, son, when you're not the same species. But Your I was get like, pregnant.
1: I was like, why do we have to do it in book one? And I love who one of her friends was like, well, a chihuahua and a doberman will have can have a baby. And right. which one are you? <laughs>
0: the chihuahua. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I did not like that part of the book at all. Not at all. Yeah, but she has to stay now. But now she has to stay. She, I guess that was there needed to be a definite I'm staying reason. Yeah. Yeah. She and she didn't stay. have the quee yet. She doesn't so, have the que yet.
0: She needs the cootie, the cootie. So the next morning, all these hunter men mm. they go to <sighs> rescue the women, and uh, they stop at the elder cave again, which is a spaceship. And the Saqui men learn English, even though it's outdated English. So I imagine them walking around saying "thou" and thee. <laughs> but they don't. I love that. I didn't <laughs> even think of that, but that would so be what they do. It should have been. But, no, it's not. Georgie explains everything she learned uh, from the computer. So, she learned a lot of things about the saque and how they have the, the Kui in them so that they can survive on this planet that is not hospitable. She talks about the Kui sickness to the women. She's explaining all this to the women and explaining their options. Okay, here are our options. Mm-hmm. We can stay here and die. We can go and be part of this community Accept the cootie into ourselves, or we can wait on the little green men to come back and fight
1: them. And still possibly die.
0: And still possibly die, even though they are basically a lot of them are already sick and weak. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I believe everyone but Liz is like, yeah, let's take the queen and become part of this tribe. We need to live, even though it's gross because it, they do call it the cootie, <laughs> which I love. And I will forever call it the cootie. Vectal is happy to learn about the women in the tubes. Georgie was a little bit nervous about telling him about the women in the tubes, but he is so excited because he didn't know about that. So there's even more women for... Oh my goodness. For mating. Yeah. So some of the men get there and their quees immediately start resonating, but no one knows who it is.
1: Right. You can hear the purrs. You can hear the purrs. Yeah. Right. Like a little, little kitty cat.
0: The trackers, as she's explaining, they wake some of these women up there in the tubes. The trackers in these women start going off. Uh, And this is the first time we actually hear about trackers, right? No, they mentioned it before that they have these things implanted in their arms. Okay, I just completely Mm -hmm. blocked that out. Yeah. Yeah. So they get pressed for time. The Woodside women are already sick. The little green men are coming back to take them to be Trading them. They're basically cargo. They're going to be sold is what we assume mm-hmm. is going to happen to them for whatever reason, whether it be to eat them or ha- as slaves. They're
1: not going to eat them like back later. He's
0: like, that Georgie <laughs> is so yummy. Tastes like honey. There was one part where she was like, we're going to have to discuss how you talk about sex. <gasps> oh, yeah. Because... And then in the <laughs> the first time they went back to the cargo hold together, he wants to have sex with her. She's like, oh, there's people here. Because they're so different. They're so open. But we're not. And I would be the same way. I'd be like, no, But sir. I do yeah.
1: love how her friends are all like, get it, girl. Get and it, like, girl. <laughs> like, her friends are total, like.
0: One of my things it says, someone says, I buddy has got a monster dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it sounds so ridiculous, but honest to God. If you were in that situation, the girls would say that. I'd do it for you.
0: <laughs> I would do it. I'd be like, go ahead, Hannah, get some. Save us. <laughs> be our fearless leader. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these trackers start to go off. They remove the trackers. They cut them out, which is not good, but they put them in one of those metlack caves. The The Saqui decide to go hunt down a Sakosk. I believe that's how it was pronounced, which is this big, giant, dinosaur-like <laughs> creature that <laughs> has Quee living in its heart, which is basically a bunch of glowworms. Georgie is brave, and she accepts it first, <laughs> because she is now going to be the chiefess. She has to be the example. <laughs> so what happens is he cuts, like a, a vectal cuts, like a little slit, right? near her collarbone and this little glow worm enters into it. And uh, she wakes up and she feels better and warmer. The Queen has made her warmer and Vectel tells her one of the aliens ran off of Liz. So apparently it was Rahosh. Mm -hmm. Rahosh is the alien that ran off. Apparently that was him purring earlier when we didn't know.
2: And they're actually the sequel the next book. By the way, I had issues with the the Liz storyline because it felt very oh he just took my friend who's already been abducted once and she got abducted again but ah uh, he probably won't hurt her it was very like okay yeah when you learn it's more about odd. that it's yeah
0: it is weird he does He's get very blase he gets in trouble. Yeah, but like
2: her Georgie was very yeah much, yeah okay. Well, this if girl he says so.
0: is super horny now. She has yeah. no room okay, to think so about anyone else. This That's is true. Sh- she's That's got true. that que
2: in her, and All it she's thinking started when, about is on it's him. It started purring. She has no time. I but mean, she's already pregnant. So what does it matter? I,
0: well, see, listen, you're asking too many questions <laughs> of me.
2: I had questions. Ruby, when I was reading it, Ruby, Ruby,
0: we need you to retcon this a little bit lacking, a little red shirting. Explain this to us, please.
1: <laughs> Our pregnancy just made her more horny. It's true. It could be those hormones, all those blue alien maybe hormones. she
0: she's super horny for the horns
1: now. Oh yes, yes, do yeah.
0: Because her her quee is purring, and Vectel has to carry her off, and they end up doing it doggy style. And Vectel has this is never what I have
2: questions about
0: Vectel has never been able to do this before. So because they have tails.
2: So I brought this up with Walt because. Okay, I would like. To okay, his so they have opinion. tails, but he's like, we've never done it doggy style because of t- we have tails. But I'm like, a dog has tails, horses have tails,
0: <laughs> 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 they all do. <did.
2: laughs> all of these different types of animals have tails, and I have seen on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> And know, all of these animals doing it doggy style from behind. Think about
0: it, all animals do it doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> they like all have, tails. They all have
2: tails. So I just was like, I feel like. Well, I was like, but they could be like really stiff tails, and maybe they can't move. And I, was like, <laughs> I
1: can exactly. picture Walt saying that exactly yeah. like that, exactly <laughs> like that.
0: I you're know. so
2: right you're, i was so like it right. just he talks about how we have sex in front of everybody but you've never done it doggy style because so basically nails. you're doing it missionary or girl on top all the time
0: <sighs> With leg on you the don't tail kiss it, i just it, was
2: like in the beginning it was like oh they're very sexual beings but i'm like you don't kiss you don't do it from behind it's got to be pretty boring sex. These women <laughs> are going to blow their fucking minds. Oh, yeah.
0: And she does. <laughs> she the, does blow him. Yeah, she does. She <laughs> does blow him. That does happen. Uh, <laughs> she says as she wiggles his ass at him and he grips her hips and his hands rip at her leggings. Which I'm like, okay, I know you have a quee, but it's still freaking chilly. And she does mention her ass is exposed to... Oh, the chill and the snow. (laughs) And he spreads her legs wider. And she's like, yes, please. And then he pushes into her. And she gasps because the ridges are on a different direction now, in a different space. But also that little spur that was hitting the clit is Mm. now hitting the anus. Mm. So that's interesting. Mm. I wouldn't complain about that one. Well, yeah. That's I mean, exciting. It is exciting. Like I said, this alien is a built-in sex toy. But it, the funniest thing to me was in the middle of them doing it doggy style, they look up and see the alien spaceship fly away with the little green men. <laughs> I just
1: imagine It was, oh my gosh.
0: They're paused in the middle of doing it and watching them fly away. And she's like, I guess they didn't like the Metlax. <laughs> Uh, But they go to
1: pound town after it's gone. (laughs) They got their queeth. That's all they're worried about.
0: Yeah, and both of them have wonderful releases and flop down. They see stars. They see stars. And Vectel reminds her that they will resonate for life, and she likes the sound of that. There is an epilogue that is in the printed edition that is not in any other edition. And there's also the honeymoon, but we are not going to go into that. So my question to you is... How many light years
2: is this planet away from Earth? Just just guess. Well, so, it doesn't seem like they were in the space for like too long. So also they can't, I, a
0: light year is how far light can travel in an uh, Earth year. So in three hundred sixty five days, how far can light travel? The computer in the Elder Cave tells Georgie how many parsecs it was. And parsecs is something that's mentioned in Star Wars. And that's <laughs> <laughs> Not half. But it's a real bird Just take a guess how many, how ma- many? miles a parsec uh, is. 100. One parsec? Or how many how many hundred million? How many light years is a parsec?
2: A hundred light years. Dun, 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 a
0: thousand. Dun, 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 dun. Well, they're five point eight million parsecs away from Earth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Five point eight million parsecs. And that equals 18,917,069.91 light years. Mm. She's not going back to earth. No. That's why when I was talking to you earlier before we started she recording, back. I was like, these girls are stupid. She just heard that they were 5.8 million parsecs away and she's providing this as a a viable option. Well, maybe she's option. not
2: a dork and doesn't know what a parsec is. Okay, well, it's still <laughs> 5.8 million She didn't them. have a computer I to look it up I think she's dumb just for thinking, oh, I'll just be able to get back to Earth, and I've never flown
0: a f- spaceship. Uh, let me tell you how many miles that is. That is one octillion, 112 <laughs> septillion, <laughs> 63 sextillion, 700 quintillion miles away
1: from Earth. Jesus Christ.
0: I'd like to have that in my bank account. Uh, right. So after a billion, there's a trillion. Then comes quadrillion, quintillion, sextillion, septillion. It goes on, and they travel that distance in two weeks. So how f- fast is this ship going? They traveled that many miles. Like you, this is twenty zeros after the seven. So. You have one point one one two zero six three seven plus twenty. You can't even comprehend those numbers. So anyway, this dumb bitch thinks there's a way to go. They're not going home. No. Yeah. So to put it into it for Star Wars people, they are five point eight million parsecs away from her or Earth, and Han Solo bragged about going twelve parsecs in the Millennium Falcon. Twelve. So the ship that they were in, in the Elder That's ship. So- are far more advanced than what we see in Star Wars. So basically, take that cootie and get on with it. You aren't going home, bitch. You ain't not going home. Never.
2: My question to y'all is, would you take the cootie? At that point? At that yeah. point, yes. I feel like you're dumb not to.
1: Yeah. Because you could so always it's leave. It's that or death. No, no, no. You can't. Once you take the cootie, it has to stay with you, right? You have to keep it. You, and you, keep you it. could yeah, but move move you could, you, okay, so you could get on a ship and leave. and leave. Yeah. It, the cootie part doesn't have to stay on that planet? I don't think so. Not from my understanding. But my if life. it died, the cootie
0: in you, I mean, you can get another cootie. cootie. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, ladies, do you have any thoughts that you'd like to share that we didn't discuss? I, I, I have a thought.
2: It needed more angst for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was too... Insta love for me personally. Okay. It's not my favorite trope. And I have a love hate with the angst. It makes me stress, but I like really want it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a big advocate for an enemies to lovers and this was
2: not that in any respect. Yeah. And I would have been fine with the insta love if he had fought it a little bit more. Mm, mm
1: -hmm, Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Because. Because she's not. Yeah. Because she's she's not not an alien. Yeah. But he feels like he's obligated to protect her because he can't go against himself, this feeling that he's having. But he doesn't want that feeling. But he has to protect her because he physically, like, his body won't let him not protect her. Oh, that would have been good.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. We're not trying to tell you what to do, Ruby. Yeah. That would have been good. Now, the other books are different. Yeah. So, I mean, this one, the next one literally starts off with the kidnapping. True. I
1: am definitely going to be reading. Yeah, I'm going to keep reading.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to know. I mean, I'm definitely hooked. Just yeah. because I have criticisms doesn't mean yeah I don't like it. Yeah,
0: and there's definitely enemies to lovers. Oh, okay. yeah. good. Josie okay, okay. and Hayden is definitely enemies to lovers.
2: That's the pick. That's the first picture that you showed us. The picture. Yeah. yeah, I feel like these were really good. I've just come off of reading a really intense fantasy mm-hmm. series, and I'm looking for something kind of light, for but sure. it will still hit what I need it to hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like these are great.
1: It's like almost like a palate yeah. cleanser. I was say, exactly.
2: Yeah. I was about to say, like a palate cleanser, like the sherbet they give you mm-hmm. at the hibachi restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I also felt like it was a little too anticlimactic.
1: It was. Like, I will say when, because I listened to the end of the audiobook, and I will say, you know, when you're listening to an audiobook, you don't necessarily know how much you have long left in it. And when they took the kui, um, part six or part seven, whatever part it was, ended, and I was like waiting for part... The next part. And then it was like, this has been a production of Audible. And I was like, yeah. It's hey, like, what? so we
2: get there. They make the decision. They're going to do the quee. But, like, they're still the green aliens. Like, they're going to come back. And then they see it just hover. And then it just winks away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. I really was expecting, stupid. like,
1: a fight. Like, it's something to go yeah. down between the green aliens and them.
2: Yeah, yeah. I will admit. Because I want to know, like, how these people can fight against not just, like, the Metcals or...
0: I have Vectals. some I have some news for you guys. <laughs> You're coming back. <laughs>
2: I figured they were. But I was like, I just wanted more in this one book because what if I like was reading this just as like a standalone? <laughs> I, I don't I can't
0: remember if they exactly come back, but there's something more that happens with that. I mean, Definitely low stress. Like,
1: I think I read it in technically two days. It could have easily been a one day read for me.
2: Yeah. yeah. It was a one-day read for me. It's though. an
0: easy read, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I And I don't think there's anything
0: reading. wrong with wanting a little bit more from it. And I think the further on it gets, it does. It is very formulaic. Yeah. It is very much like Alien Hallmark.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, which
0: is okay. Is, yeah, which is great. That's why I said our friend should read it, because she loves Hallmark <laughs> so much. So, on the vibration scale... Oh, we just, need to explain the vibration we scale. We need to explain the vibration scale. So... We're just going to do on a scale of 1 to 3. A 1 being lowest of smutty on the vibration scale. When we say vibration, we mean a vibrator, what you would use on yourself because it has different levels. That's what we mean. So if you were with your vibrator and you wanted to rate this, like the first setting, the second setting, or the third setting being the highest, how would
1: you rate this book? Keep in mind... (laughs) My Kindle
2: Unlimited Library. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a one for me. I was going
2: to say, it says a lot about me, but this is a one for me. <laughs> so when I'm
0: hearing from you guys, it's just more of a, like a,
2: mm, like a, yeah, very,
0: mm, yeah. Just like a simple little, okay, okay. It's
2: okay. there. It's there. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: they weren't churning butter. Someone <laughs> didn't give someone a lustful glaze over churning the butter. It would have been, it would have been very high up there. So, did we learn any
0: life lessons from this book? We w- that's something we're going to ask every time. Just because it's a ridiculous question.
1: Emer, did we learn anything? Anyone learn anything? I mean, if Georgie can land on another planet, kill some basketball alien head, find her mate, and have some of the best sex of her life, I can do my fucking laundry. Mm. Yeah. I need to do my fucking laundry. Yeah. And I guess... Without the quee. Within the queen Yeah That
2: does make it harder I'm just
1: doing I'm just doing my laundry Because I love my husband And I'm gonna do my laundry
0: Allie I need to ask you Did you learn anything I
2: think I guess A life lesson The life lesson is If you wake up With somebody eating you out It might end up well
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's hope
0: it's someone that, that feels you know, wrong though. to say. It I it feel like that's bad that advice. You. Let's <laughs> hope
2: that
1: that is Walt and that you don't kick him in the face. This is not <laughs> advice
0: to give to your daughters. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that's
2: <laughs> bad never, advice. I take it wrong. back. I take it back.
0: No, we. No, you can't. You can't take it back, Allie. We're gonna get hate mail. <laughs>
2: One episode in. (laughs) Allie already said something wrong.
0: This has been a really long episode, you guys. and We said that at the beginning. We're going to edit it down a little bit, maybe. But we'll see. (laughs) We might just keep everything in the way it is. You never know. We might like ourselves so much. We're so narcissistic. We are are narcissistic. We're just going
2: to keep everything (laughs) Everything. in. And next week, we're going to be discussing... It Happened One Summer no. by Tessa Bailey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just playing with the sound for yeah. you guys. We're being dumb. Yeah, so it happened one summer by Tessa Bailey. Go ahead and read it and we're going to have a discussion about it. Allie is going to lead that because she is knowledgeable about I'm the LA expert. The LA. I'm excited for this. I'm the excited LA for all your shit. little
1: tidbits on the side. Tidbits on
2: the Give side. Give you some PR lessons.
1: Allie's tidbits on the side.
0: That's mm. a segment.
2: Sexy. On the side with Allie. On the side. A la carte.
1: (laughs) A la (laughs) la carte. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all for listening to our first episode of the Rainy Day Smut Brigade. The show is produced by Allie, Ashley, and myself. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok. And we also have a website, therainydaysmetbrigade.com. And if you visit there, you can learn more about us and or buy some of our Smut Brigade merch. You can email us with any questions that you may have at therainydaysmetbrigade at gmail.com. Of course, we would love to hear. You have any about any of your smutty book suggestions you may have, no matter how crazy they might seem. Special thanks to our helper Lauren and the anonymous music director of a nearby <laughs> church who helped us find some sound equipment. <laughs> wink, wink. Also, Ashley would like to thank her therapist, even though he said he wouldn't listen. Anything else, ladies? Anything else? That's it for me. See you guys next week. <laughs> See you next week. Tonight. Yeah. It's like yeah. when we get through the toys and start throwing some shit out. Adderall definitely
2: kicked in. Hello. 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 You want to welcome us? Bring us on, alley? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the rainy day smupagrit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I can> <laughs> okay, you got to get the title right.